Alrighty, welcome back to the Hell If I Know podcast, where, I mean, Hell If I Know, and there's something for everybody, and all are welcome. As normal, it is your girl, D, and I have special guests today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In this bitch, man. It's the Watch Your Mouth podcast, and we reporting live from D's Dungeon. That's what we're going to call this bitch. Ah. The D's Dungeon. It's your boy, Cam McNasty. You know it says Diesel. Yeah, man, and we here live, man. Live. How you feeling, D? I am feeling wonderful. This is our first time collaborating with somebody. That's a fact. Niggas don't really like us, bro. That's a fact. That's not true. I like y'all. I think it's because we all real niggas. That's fact. Niggas be ducking them calls. Niggas be ducking the call out every time. That's but fair. we love and we invade your personal space. I knocked on the door three times. Was it like a, a consecutive three or was it like a three? I mean, a, a knock. It was like my pause. foot. It was like boom, boom, boom. Oh, so he was a police. Yeah. So who door did you knock on? It had to be them hoes downstairs. Okay, that's fair. Oh, that <laughs> you talking about the hoes that parked in my parking spot downstairs? Yo, let me tell you about how I was fighting over a parking spot. And the nigga, I think the nigga who I was fighting with had a reserve. Right. I got up out of there. <laughs> you had to. He, I had to. He said they paid a hundred a month for that. Yeah. You got to move. You got to move. Nigga gonna call that I don't understand it, but that'd be like the fourth or the third person since I've been here that I've had told, but she just moved. <laughs> so when they, they come told, when, they, when they told niggas cars, they come like immediately? Um, sometimes they come immediately. Sometimes they try to give them time, but even then when they get here. Back and make sure I ain't in nobody's shit. Then they say visitor or nothing at all. They ain't say nothing. As long as they don't say nothing, you fine. But if you see where it say reserved, Ricky deserved to be told if that's the case. You think about that shit like, damn, wait a minute, did I park in a reserve? Did you it was raining. Hmm? Really? I think I'm good. If that shit go and get downstairs, you gotta know you finna pay $175. At least 175 Minimum 175 That's all right, I'll open my way to work for the next week. Mm-hmm. Nigga, you work in McClinney. I do. You gonna end up paying for the toy. That's fast. <laughs> this nigga is sick. I don't want y'all to use logic with me right now. Like it's Saturday, my brain is on vacation right on now. Vacation? My brain is on vacation, great. That's a car. I feel you, but I, I'm more than sure that I parked in the blank spot. Okay, are you confident in your confidence? Yeah, yeah. If, yeah if you confident, yeah, I'm cool. So it's it's not a, we need to go check real quick. Because if you don't have a car in the next three hours, it's really gonna be a problem. It's, it's gonna be a big problem. Well, who? You bitch. <laughs> Nigga, you're gonna take me home. Oh my! I'm gonna call the city in the morning. Nigga, I stay on the north side. No, you stay on the west. You stay on the north side. <laughs> I got to drive past my house to go to your house. I got to go back that way. So if I got to take you home, I'll take you home. What you got to go that way for? You already home. I'm going out to eat when this is over. Oh. Ooh. Let's get it. Let's do it. Hey, are you on my side? Is it a you and a mister or is it you nah, and a gang? It's like me and just my homegirl. Nothing more, nothing less. Oh, uh, nothing, I don't know. Nothing more than nothing. Homegirl kind of fashionable. Tight shit, you feel me? Like, I think homegirl really might be homeboy. Homeboy no. might be Mr. Right. Mm. No. Mr. Let me spend a night. You know what I thought about? What you thought about? It's going to be cutting season soon, dog. Bitch, I don't cuddle. I'm skinny. Season. I didn't say cam cuddle. I said cuddling <laughs> season. The season doesn't revolve around you. You know how, like, you know how, like, okay, so, like, you watch sports, right? Yeah. But you don't watch baseball. So you don't know when baseball season is because yes, you don't. I do. When is baseball season? Baseball season and football, not football. Basketball season start around the same time. Around I can't confirm, time? so I'm just gonna have to take your word for it because I don't. What about hockey? Now that I don't. Okay, so you don't watch. Hockey. I, nope, that's count too. They start around the same time as us too. Soccer, bitch. <laughs> I think that's all year round. Fuck you. <laughs> 
kidding. So if you don't know the season, you're not looking forward to the season. You feel me? That's what I was trying to get, but you know all the seasons. What's crazy is I put this shit in the candle, and when I hit it, it tastes like candle. That's sick. That's the that's the other thing. Don't put it it's in lit. the candle. Because yeah, it got wax rich. all over. Yeah, and it'll taste like candle. It'll smell, and that's another reason why I really don't smell like smoke. Cause all her candle, I mean all her blunts and jays, they end up being in the wax. Yeah, that's fucking. So what this shit going for? (laughs) Cause this you made your own little creation. This shit got to be going for something on the streets right now. No, not at all. Not at all. Nigga, this is from Target. Definitely, it is. Yeah, look, I love Target. Connoisseur, connoisseur. The thing is, trying to get a scent that doesn't collab with weed, and that's the problem. Is that vanilla? Nah, I don't know what it is, but it works. It tastes like vanilla. Does it really? Nigga, you, that's your brain playing tricks on you from just smoking <laughs> wax. Right. <laughs> that nigga brain is fuzzy. <laughs> that bitch ain't got no flavor. That nigga making the flavor in his head. I cannot. Nigga, you don't have a stomach ache. Are you okay? Hey, hey. You need to sign a, a piece of paper saying we can't not be responsible. I was trying to burn that shit out. I'm feeling good, though. Okay, you sure? Yeah, I'm solid. I'm solid. If he ain't and he just passed out, you know keep quiet. Yeah, we, we got to keep going. Got to keep it. This show gotta, must go on. Yeah. We gotta keep going. Hey, as long as my leg is going, shit, I'll be good. Anyway. Nigga, you go. Oh, okay. I'll fix it. You'll be dead. <laughs> if you make it. If you make it. You a big, make it a big maybe. You gotta make it in. You think you're gonna make it in? Hey, I gotta just go check on my car. <laughs> 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 that bitch. That bitch gone, bro. Hey, it's raining, though. The tow company might be like, fuck it. Yeah. They gotta wait. It's definitely raining. And oh, so like, okay, so what you already getting somebody shit told, like, do you stand there and, like, watch they shit get told? I have. I sat on my car before I watched. So they know that you did it. It's my parking spot, yeah. That's petty. Hey, but no, if, bro, no cap, bro. I feel, I feel played when a nigga use my Netflix account that ain't chip in on the nine dollars. So I, I, I'd be damned, if, I'd be damned if I pay a buck forty. What's it? A buck twenty? How much it costs? Like hundred dollars. That's fat for one spot. Okay, but that's like you going to that nigga house and watching him watch your Netflix. Nah, fuck that, fuck that. When you when you make the decision to ride. And park your shit into the reserve spot. That means you signed off on everything that come with it. And the thing is, they don't back in. They pull in. So you have to see where it said reserve before you got there. That's what frustrates me. Yeah, I think it's gangsta. So yeah, I didn't sit on my car. I didn't wait it. All of that. Let me go on the 17-2, man. This shit, they down by 10. Fuck them. Oh, they down by 7. Rick is watching the Lakers game. If y'all don't know at the Hell If I Know pod, (laughs) this nigga Rick is a diehard Lakers fan. Hard. I bleed purple in This nigga will cancel all plans to watch a Lakers game. Are you serious? I definitely canceled. <laughs> what? In the hell? I didn't want to say no. it, but he's not lying. I swear no. to God. This nigga asked me I twice like Cam. Is this why I, you asked me was seven good? <laughs> it's me like, we talked about eight. We right, that's why I'm like, bro, we already said eight. It's me like eight. Okay, right, that's so cool. Look, I just want you to know how big of an ass you are. It's not just me. I want <laughs> to keep it a honest book with everybody in, involved right now. Okay. I would damn near miss any event for a Lakers game. And it's for two reasons. I love the Lakers, obviously, as one. I pray okay. to God Lakers don't two, play at my funeral. We, well, funerals are normally in the morning, which means... <laughs> I want a night funeral. Oh, then, bitch, I'm you, not you coming to no darn funeral at night. Why not? For what? What about my wake? You will miss my wake? I watch the game extra week. Nigga. That's fucked up. I That's sit the fucked back. up. I sit in the you came for me, but you watching the Lakers game. Hey, this nigga not my dog. I promise he's not my dog. We got to stay there the whole time. We can't just be your body and leave. We got to stay there the Y'all whole time. Y'all are family. Y'all have to console family. I only met your mom and daddy and sisters. 
<laughs> what kind of shit is that? This nigga's finna swing on me. He's supposed to be my dog. I don't want to do that the whole time. Can I leave and come back? Y'all got it. Minimum two hours. Minimum. That's Minimum. how long viewers are for. And you better be on. No, 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 hey, can we can we have a real nigga conversation? Can we have a real nigga conversation? What's up? Why the? I don't say fuck. Why? You just said it. Do you have to have three days to view a dead nigga? Three days for closure. Who does three days? Wake. Viewing, a funeral. You gotta take this nigga to the field. <laughs> to the no. field. Hey, you made that Bruh. shit sound terrible. Come hey, on, hey, come for on. the Watch Your Mouth podcast, you got a borderline take a hold. For the Watch Your Mouth podcast, I want a picture of Rick's face <laughs> on the door at my funeral. Do not let this bitch ass nigga in. Do not let this bitch ass nigga speak. Do not let this bitch ass nigga get close to my cast. Okay, no, this nigga flaws. <laughs> Tell me if I'm wrong. You big wrong. How, nigga? Bruh, listen. I, hey, when listen, I die, listen. I know this nigga don't listen. love me. But no, listen. When the nigga, whenever you die, not you, but when a, per, a person die, right, you probably don't go to work that day, right? right? That's one day already off the check. Funeral probably in the next week, week and a half. That's, that's a Saturday. Most people don't work this on Saturday. Work Saturday, and I'm going to work before I come. I'm not gonna miss out on the money. That's impossible. Okay. Everybody, everybody grieves different. You ain't shit. I don't got to see you five different times. Well, why does it have to be? I don't, nobody does that. We do a Friday to viewing and then Saturday to funeral. Unless you like uh, so, the mama and you got to like go so, dress the body and shit. The mama yeah. don't go dress the body. Well, not dress them, but you know you got to pick out the clothes, take them down and all that stuff. That's fair. And then you got to make sure that they're proper for viewing before you do the viewing. Yeah. You do. Most you people gotta, don't do that. Well, we did. For real? Yeah, for my granddad, we went down there and made sure he looked right before... He put his ass in that box. I know. All right, so look. Okay. Not in your situation, mm-hmm. but in general speaking. <laughs> why the fuck do people be like, he look like himself? Yo, listen, who the fuck is this supposed to look like? It's some people who don't look like themselves. That's, that's My people are good. You, you haven't been to a lot of funerals. You, listen, you haven't been to most of funerals. Just hear me out. My grandparents own a funeral home. In comparison, and I'm biased. I've seen some people like, damn, but it don't look like yourself. Like you, and some people like when people say that. Sometimes they'll be like, uh, it'll be somebody that was like sick or something. So they had a lot of weight the last time you yeah. see them, and they'll be slim in the face or something. Like, damn, he don't look like himself. I see what y'all saying, but Nick, he look like himself. But, Who the fuck did y'all think was gonna be in the box? Because some people they they, they don't they look, look like dead. themselves. They look, dead. look dead. They is. But some people can look like they're Bruh. like it's, you supposed to look like they're. Anybody. If, if, if I go to the fish market, the fish gonna look like the motherfucker would in the water line, would it not? No, it's yes, a, it would. Bro, if you get a listen, whole fish, listen, a nigga, that, bro, listen, come on, the now. fish the not gonna dry out. The, the nigga missing the gill. The point, the point of <laughs> them putting them in the casket, they're supposed to look like they're resting. It's supposed to look like they're sleeping. They're supposed to look not at peace. Dead, not sick. They shouldn't look in pain. That's why they put dead. makeup on them and they tape them up and stuff. He's dead, not sleep. No, nigga, that's a, that's a, dead. a corpse, nigga. No one's in there. That's just body. If dead is asleep, then woke isn't alive. Shut the fuck Come up. Come on. Come on. You sick. Come on. I'm not Come on, on. We not on board. You by yourself on his legs. Yeah, I, I can't. I can't. Yeah, you got to sit on there by yourself because that don't make sense. You know right? the other day these niggas told me I'm narcissistic? I feel like you getting those vibes and you just, like, been sitting with me for an hour. I don't think so. Okay. You gotta know this nigga for a while. Okay, please, since please tell me how I'm not. The thing was, Rick was low key the, the, in high school. Listen, the quote. Super low key. Let me quote. Let me quote Rick. See, Rick. You finna pull up a fucked up ass quote. No, I'm not. You said it yesterday to me. 
You said this. This is why I called you narcissistic. You said your exact words was, "I don't need a nigga to tell me that I'm right for me to be right." Or some shit along them lines. I don't. Listen. <laughs> the direct definition of narcissism is somebody That's, who feels as though somebody else. But you else can is. use that situation for non-narcissistic people. For example, if you go to McDonald's and get your number two, right, and then. You go home and Jay be like, let me see your receipt. And they charge you for number four. You know for a fact you got a number two. They just charge, not charge, on the receipt it printed out incorrectly. But you when I open this burger, it's a number two. That's going deep into the deep dive. You don't have to necessarily prove if you know for a fact. Nigga, I know for a fact I drove my car. I don't need y'all niggas to go outside and confirm that my car is outside. That's in that specific instance. That's all I'm saying. In this situation that we're that, talking about. But that's about also not a matter of being right. It would just be a matter of is he lying or is he telling the truth. And in that specific instance of yesterday, it was <laughs> your opinion based and you were just saying, fuck everybody else's <laughs> opinion. Mine's is what matters. If, if you really bullshit down in life. You're narcissistic. No, 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 no. <laughs> At the end of the day, people are going to move to the beat of their own drum. Nine times out of ten. And that's a fact. And for me, it's just ten times but, out of ten. But you I, can do that and be wrong. Facts. But when you feel like you're never wrong, that's where the problem goes. <laughs> you feel like you're never wrong more than I do. That's cap. That's truth. I, but I'm, are, but when you, I'm wrong and I realize I'm wrong, I will walk my shit back. But a nigga has to print out a whole fucking <laughs> essay like on why you're wrong. Like, it can't just be a simple, can't be wrong. No, tell me why I'm wrong. That's dude. a fact. Because tell you can't just I'm tell wrong. me I'm wrong. And I, I cannot wrong. possibly be wrong. <laughs> and, then, and then once you pull out that card facts, I'd be like, all right, let me back my shit up. No, you don't. No, he brother, you fight, bro. That's like, a fact, though. Nah. <laughs> I give you that. Okay? Nah. One thing you ain't gonna say nah. is Cam ain't never been like, damn, I was kind of fucked up when I said that. I yes, did. you have. I, I have, but not as as he trying to put it like it's a hundred percent all the time. Okay. It's my date. Oh, I take my date. <laughs> I take my date. If I'm narcissistic, this nigga has a, a fucking argumental problems. I'm argumentative. I think this should be a bigger word for that. You like, not okay with me being argumentative? You want me to be a demon? Just like, fuck Cam your ass. Yeah, like, that's that's what we shooting for. That nigga's here. Cam, you you've kind of calmed down with being an asshole. You've calmed down a lot. Nigga, did you delete your Instagram? Uh, I deactivated. I'm taking a break from Instagram. Tell us what you deactivated Instagram. Instagram. I just want to take a break. I I just feel like it's a lot of shit going on, and I need my time. And I want to come back being a. Can you give a nigga a heads up? I'm tagging you and shit, and I can't find like this nigga blocked me or. Uh, I'm sorry. I, it, niggas thought me and him was beefing. Yeah, it was a me thing. I was just like, I shouldn't have to tell it's, nobody. It's just, I wanted to break. It's me like in my block. So I went to your page. I went block. So I'm like, okay, so maybe I'm not blocked. No, nah, it's just, I took a break. I don't, it was just. Ooh, a, ooh, okay, looking on, looking at your, your uh, recent decision of leaving Instagram, what is one thing you miss about it? And what is one thing that you don't miss about it? I, I do miss, like, being in the loop on a lot of shit. You okay. know what I'm saying? Because, like, niggas be talking about some shit. And I be like, oh, when that happened? Uh, oh, what the fuck y'all talking about? And the nigga got to give me the whole entire rundown. Uh, What else I miss? I miss, like, talking my shit. Like, I'll be on that bitch and be like, y'all niggas poor. Fuck y'all. I'm not poor <laughs> like you niggas. I miss that shit. But other than that, I, I'm really good. Like, I wouldn't say Instagram was like a... A big basis of my day, but like I found myself like sitting in a bed on IG just swiping and scrolling okay. for no reason. Like your life pays none of my bills, 
So why do I see myself like trying to see what the fuck you doing with your day? Yeah. So I found myself like, damn, I'm really sitting there like giving my opinion on shit that a nigga could care less about. You feel me? Like I see a lot of people on like blogs and say cheese and shit, and they just be like giving their comments on Everything. a rich nigga life and. He don't even know you from a can of paint. That's fair. And you be sitting up arguing yourself. Do you, do you think you could uh, walk away from Instagram for, let's say, okay, 30, 60, 90 days? Um, the longest I've been off of Instagram mm-hmm. was two years. I didn't have Instagram for two years. Okay, was that you had one and then you got rid no, of it for like two years? No, I got years? rid of it completely. I probably restarted my Instagram 2017, I think. Mm-hmm. Maybe... Maybe not, because even throughout high school, a lot of apps I didn't have, so I didn't really have that until after high school. But I will say the the difference between having it and not having it, I was a lot more at peace about certain things. I didn't Type feel like shit, I was yeah. comparing. I didn't feel like I was comparing myself. That was a thing for um, me too. And and I was like, dang, such and such is married, such and such have kids, such and such is this. But I was like, that's that ain't me because I don't want to be married to nobody right now. Like yeah. it, it make you kind of. It kind of fuck you up, but you gotta you gotta have perspective, and you gotta you gotta know you. It's like a strong mind to be on social media. I don't that's, think people that's what it was for me too. Like, it's like a strong mind with the shit that I'm doing. You know, I'm trying to make music and shit. And I'm <laughs> seeing like niggas that I know personally, like taking off and this shit. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, bro, I know I can do the shit that you're doing, and, and, and I'm stressing myself to be like at your tier <laughs> of work. And it's like, I don't know what you did behind closed doors. I only know what you post. So it's like I, think, I have to take myself back. I think in today's climate. It's so hard to the to be on that that thin line of am I hating or am I being like a criticizer? Like, am I critiquing correctly? Type shit. Because sometimes I do the same shit. Like in the sense, of like, damn, I know. Like I feel like nobody works harder. And it's like, damn, but like you just got it easy. But I don't know what you did to make it Type look shit. like you got it easy, or and, if you even got it. Like I think you. And did. that's what it is with Instagram. That shit really just like a show. You feel me? Like Absolutely. a nigga that's not true. gonna post when he down or bad. Instagram is high school virtually. G shit, cause a nigga not gonna come to school like, oh damn, bro, I just lost two thousand dollars, bro. I need, I need some help right now. You should. But when he get that two thousand back, it's like, oh, I, I had it this whole time. You feel me? So now I'm looking at a nigga like, not, a, not even on no hating shit, but just like, damn, why I can't be like you? You know what I'm saying? But as a, I, as a man, I feel like every grown man has been at that point where they like, damn, I could be doing something more. Mm-hmm. But it's not from my standpoint, cause I know my failures, I know my successes. But I'm looking at another nigga on IG and it's like, oh, he's successful, he's successful. He ain't take a loss, he ain't take a loss. And in 2020, you know, it's been hard. It's been hard for all of us, you feel me? So I see a nigga during quarantine making money and I'm like, damn, I'm doing the bare minimum. But to somebody else looking at my page, they be, they be like, damn, Cam doing this shit. So I really was like, damn, maybe I need to take a step back, get myself, my personal self together, you feel me? And then come back and be like, okay, now I can look at these niggas like, okay, I know I put in the work. I know I put in the time. Now nah, I know I can do this, so now nah, it's not me necessarily bashing myself for not being on the same pedestal as somebody else. Right. But me knowing that, okay, I put in this work, my time coming. You know what I'm saying? I feel you right. That's what it is. And it's no, not no, necessarily no. a... Go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. I'm say, it's not necessarily me deleting the Instagram just so I be away from the world. It is low-key, but it's just me, like, finding myself. I don't want to say it like that because that's cliche as fuck, but it's not. But it is, if that makes sense. I wouldn't even say that. Um, you can be whoever you want to be on social media. Yeah, you can be whoever you want to be, and that's why sometimes we scroll and be like, "That's not what this nigga doing in real life." But you can be who you want to be. It's it's all about perspective. It's all in what you see. Um, 
And I had to learn myself. I comparison is first and foremost the thief of joy. But you look at a person's situation and be like, damn, what? Am, like you said, what am I not doing? But you doing it, they only showing you what they want to see. They could be homeless. They could be put out the day tomorrow. They could have lost their job that morning, smoking weed, cruising in a club that night. It, it just depends. It just depends on the situation. You just gotta, you gotta know when it's time to get off. You gotta know when it's time to take a break. And, I, hold on one second. Uh-huh. Me and Ken had a conversation one time. Uh, it was off mic. We was talking about. Uh, I was I was in one of my previous relationships. Uh, a one a female had a sibling, and he was um on a practice squad for an NBA team and you would be like, damn, niggas on a practice squad make at least six figures, but this nigga lived in a storage unit. Like, willingly lived there. But it's like, know it. so my nigga, dog, I don't make six figures and I can afford an apartment. Right. I know you could afford an apartment. Like, like, what psychologically happens for you to want to do that? And it's just like, you got people that probably want to be on a practice squad or that could be their gateway to going to the NBA or whatever the case may be and you'd be like, damn, I'll make it. I went back, like, you know how you can archive and go through your old stories and shit, but I found myself, like, posting a lot of negative shit. Not more so, like, me being suicidal, but just, like, my thinking process was just off. And I found myself not necessarily in a better space because I'm still dealing with some of the shit that I was going through, but I think about it better. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, I wasn't posting shit like, oh, I'm going to kill myself and all this shit, but, like, I was genuinely... More days than not, I was sad. Yeah. Do y'all take the time to, like, cleanse your timeline? Because me personally, if I see too much negativity, if I see too much... Like, the shade room had to fucking I, go. I got rid of the shade room. <laughs> like, I occasionally check in due to, like, the circumstances of whatever's going on in the news. Mm-hmm. But it's not for, like, celebrity drama. It'll be, like, the aspect of, of something that's that's positive, driven, or whatever the case may be. But I agree with you on that. Like it, you, you have to cleanse. The shade room is, they're out of control. It's a lot that goes on. Um, you hear a lot more about celebrity stuff. 2020 in itself has been sad. Yeah. Bad news after bad news. You got to know who to have on your timeline and who to keep off. My, my timeline is money and booty. <laughs> so my shit was fucked up from the jump. So <laughs> I, I haven't cleansed my shit. I can't lie. I ain't even took the time to scroll through them booties. I just get on that bitch go and I was doing but I probably should do that shit I probably should get the motherfuckers off my shit are you single right mm-hmm. okay if you were in a relationship question single single or like single in the looking trying to find something um like single post my picture ain't nobody gonna say nothing single no not single post the picture ain't nobody gonna say nothing <laughs> single like I ain't got no hoes and ain't nobody gonna swipe up and be like but you was just Keep going, Rick. <laughs> Got it. Oh, now I forgot my question, Loki. Uh, <laughs> if you was in a relationship, how would you feel about your significant like? Would you would you track his likes? Like, mm-hmm. how do you feel about your significant other liking p- certain pictures? Because like you can like pictures, but it's a certain type type shit. Um, like you got too many ass pictures you doubling up on. You know what I'm saying? Shit. It's like, am I gonna go through his likes? I think I got rid of that feature, but say it was still active. Cause like, right, where you can see if somebody likes something yeah, else. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm actually glad they took it off. Yeah. Because I was the one being questioned about it. Oh, so you was the liker. Yeah, I mean, if I, oh, just double tap. You know what I dislike? That's probably going to get me in trouble, but I'm going to say it anyway. Get it off. Mm-mm. All right, so look, right. Mm-hmm. 
if I know a female, I feel like regardless of what her picture looks like, I should be able to double tap that. Uh, you in that hole by yourself. <laughs> you in that hole. But no, big game. <laughs> it's not me. But okay, so look, right? Right. I feel like a lot of my people don't like my pictures anymore due to that same scenario because I can't like or not can't, but I don't like their pictures because niggas take that into consideration. Oh, this nigga picture wrong, but, but he I, never double tap like my, my shit, shit. so I, I'm not I gonna see. like his. But at the same time, you gotta know what you like. It like you can't like if the bitch posts swimsuit bathing suit, you gotta know like okay, this is gonna be a problem. But a bitch and her dog. But it's summertime. That's a fact. But bitches can wear clothes in the summertime. At the beach? beach? <laughs> like, come on now, like in the water. Right, now, if, if she's, okay, but big uh, game. I think <laughs> I think there's an argument for if you're taking a swimsuit picture in your closet, and I double tap that. All right, cool. You can get at me about that one. But if you had a beach, okay, come on now. Okay, but let's say she it, went, like, let's, let's say she went three for three for beach beach pictures. I know. I, I feel like if you double tap one. That's that's your one for okay, the month. That's, that's a, okay, that's that's one for the month. But I'm not, that's what I'm saying. But that's what I'm on now. Like not in the beginning. Yeah, like, like no. In the beginning, <laughs> I'm double tapping. You know what I'm saying? But, you it, but it's not because you I want to holler at you. Because nowadays, like yo, a like. I feel like when Instagram first started, a like just meant it was a like. Yeah, but, but like now, nowadays, it's a like. like you like trying to get pictures, at that mean DM me or some that's shit. That's a fact. That's that's a rule. That's an unwritten rule. It's you not. Like it's, it's written at this point. Anything more than two, Nigga. and don't let them be old. Yeah, don't be at the bottom. Yeah, you want my attention. Now you looking. Yeah. I feel like the appropriate time to like a majority of person's pictures when you first follow them, and you still can't like over three. Just one. Really? No, you just one. Too much. Just like one. Don't even like anything old. Wait for them to post something else. I don't, even, I don't even like when I first follow. Yeah, I'm glad just I wait. Gave up my light game. You got to. That shit dangerous. That's a that's a slippery slope. I don't mind it. I just I don't want to. It shouldn't say my bay and ninety six others every picture she posts. That's a fact. That's when I, I have that. a problem. That, hey, give me give me a time that you like looked at some of your girl likes or or your nigga likes, and you was like you actually clicked on buddy page, and you was like yo this nigga kind of cool. <laughs> I've done that. Yeah, I, like, I'm like, yo, this is like, oh, I can see you. This nigga got a bad. Hey, this nigga got a challenger? <laughs> <laughs> this nigga got a car? Hey, bro. Anytime I see, like, she like a nigga with a car, I'm like, damn, I got to get that. You see, I got to get that. I'm doing something wrong. That's what it be for real. You got to know what you up against. You got to know the competition. It's right. You got to know the competition you're going up against. It ain't no insecure thing. This is a really nice lighter. Where you got this lighter from? Uh... I don't, you know, I don't I know the app. I think it's called a smoke shop, but we call him little Poppy. Mm-hmm. He like one of them little cross the water people. <laughs> that sounds so fucked up. That's racist. That's but, very uh, racist. He's from cross the water, and uh, Cam, cool, Cam actually put me on. He bought his Zippo first. It's called a Zippo. I really like that. Yeah, it's about thirty bucks. It looks really like official. I'm gonna like my shit. I'm gonna hand it to you. That looks really uh, like really really official. Gotta know, man. If you're a premium grade smoke, you'll never lose that bitch neither. I see. This shit. Nigga, take that bitch. You know he got it. Bro, you will you will watch a nigga light everybody's cigarette and hand you your shit back. shit. That shit coming right back. Ain't no... Bro, I got a red lighter too. You ain't got this one, bitch. Not that one. Not that one, motherfucker. Give me that back. And now, you got to know what you're going up against, bro. I I don't think that's an insecure thing. That's just a... Like, I feel like this love shit going to forever be a competition. Like, don't never get... Don't never get the shit twisted. Like, there's always another nigga out there that can... Possibly swoopy girl. So how do y'all feel about the whole me personally? Um, mm, how do y'all feel about the whole <laughs> like not posting, posting your significant Ooh, other? Nah. Let's pop out. Let's not pop out. Let's so, wait. So for me, I go first. For me, um, 
I'm not big on like the Man Crush Monday or the Woman Crush Wednesday because I feel like I post my girl every day of the week. So it's like if I miss a Woman Crush Wednesday and she say something, I feel like she's just being petty. Because like Monday, Tuesday, you ain't say nothing. Thursday, Friday, you ain't say nothing. I forgot Wednesday, you know what I'm saying? But uh, and for for her to post me, um, I would I think for me it'd be more a little. I would appreciate more if it was on her timeline compared to her story. Uh, like if we go out of town or we go on a date and we take some nice pictures, post that like Text for it, the state. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like if, you, if you took if you took pictures with me and you decided to only post yours, I'm feeling that way. She ain't never did that. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, like, we were together. I'll report your page. <laughs> you you report my page? I'm going to report that bitch. Like, try again. Yeah. <laughs> Take this one out. Try again. Yeah. And then, like, she'd be like, somebody reported my shit. Babe, who, what the, who, who did that? Why would that bitch was, was hanging? You was looking good. Post it again. And I'm right there rejecting that. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta, I feel like, it's not a big thing for me, but subconsciously it is, because, Everybody wants to feel wanted. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants to be shown off. Yeah, but people will be loved out loud. It's a, it's to a certain extent like I'm not gonna complain about it, but just like no, like if you get too many niggas coming at you, okay, they're not seeing me enough. You feel me? Like if it's constant, niggas don't give a fuck though. But but you, but but I, I at the same token, it'll be a nigga like okay, she do got a nigga. I I post a hate. I text like hey to see if I can get something back. But then when you got like five ten niggas like hey what's up what you doing like. Trying to link like all that shit, like, and I'm like six weeks down in your photo thing. Like, okay, let's refresh these niggas' memory. But the thing mm-hmm. is, not only do niggas not care, women don't care either. That's a fact. Women do not a give a fuck. Uh, you ever had a situation like where you didn't think, take whatever a girl said as flirting, and your girl be like, hey, you know that bitch like you? Like, babe, she I've said been, hi. I've been that same. She nigga said though. hi. I've been that same nigga though. I'd be like. This nigga's trying to talk to you. Yeah. And, like, it like, just be like, like... It's like the reverse. Like, we know Lil Pickup, woo-woo, and, like, they know Lil Pickup, woo-woo. Type shit. But as a nigga, like, you know a nigga game. So it'd be like, yeah, it was just a high with a heart, but, nigga, that high with a heart had some power behind it. Yeah, like, you bite, he gonna keep coming. He, he coming. Yeah. He coming. But you, you... Niggas know. Yeah. Bitches know. <laughs> Sometimes you just gotta put him in line. You gotta put him in check. We you always know. know. I, 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 I think I've checked Bree's phone probably... Two or three times in our duration of our relationship, mm-hmm. and uh, I never look for shit like that. I think the times if I you're looking for, you trying to be hurt. Gee, shit, because you're gonna you're gonna make any little thing a big problem. Sorry, That's shit. how I see. It. I I think, like you said, if you go looking for something, it, it'll probably be there because you already got a feeling that something's there, which means they're already giving you feelings that and, they're doing something. And at the same time, like even if it's not there, you're gonna find something to make it be there. Yeah, like, like you gonna read like, into something that, that really is not wasn't. really that deep. Yeah. So if you find it, of course you're gonna make a deal out of it. But if it's brought to your attention, let's just say, let's just say J Bay. Mm-hmm. J Bay says, Cam, you liking this girl picture? She's seeing Cam underscore McNasty and 96 others every time she posts a picture. Mm-hmm. Every time that conversation comes up, then what do you do? Do you unfriend the girl? Do you just stop liking it? This is what I do. What's up? This is what I personally do. I leave that up to her. You feel me? Like, if you feel like it's that big of a deal, of course you're going to argue about it because I'm going to feel like, okay, like, no, it's not what you think it is, but if it's causing that big of a problem to you, what do you want me to do from here forward? Mm -hmm. So that way it won't be a problem anymore. So if she like, oh, just don't like her no more of her pictures, cool. I won't like no more of her pictures. You want me to block her? In order for this to never be an argument again, it'll be an argument right here in this moment. So we're going to argue this shit out right now, but mm-hmm. in in order to alleviate that, 
she's blocked. Okay. And that'll be the end of that. Okay. That's me personally, but some other niggas be like, nah. You know what I'm saying? I, I would, for me, I would want more of an explanation. Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what an argument saying? would be. Because, like, like, yo, I don't know this girl from a can of paint. Like, shit, she's on the fucking West Coast. There's, like, that's what you like, Richard. That's <laughs> the bitch you like, Richard. But, uh, <laughs> I think I'm probably with Cam on that. Like, I've, I've never been. In a situation where I was like, it's like, you want me to delete her type shit? But, um, I, I can see where he got with that. Okay. Okay. What about, what about you? Um, like, you be like, nigga, this bitch getting the fuck up out of here right now, nigga. And he like, nah, she cool. But, we cool. Because I don't really, I don't really be up on, I be up on Instagram, but believe it or not, I, I more so watch Tabitha Brown videos all day. Mm-hmm. So I don't I don't really see my timeline often, and if I see a person posting too much, you're muted. You're never coming back. <laughs> I'm more I more so see things on Facebook and Twitter. I'm like, oh, okay, this conversation, okay. I'm or on Facebook. Facebook, I'm like, okay, you're not funny. You, you ain't never been that funny. So it just it off. depends. This nigga just dropped this black and said somebody fucking my bitch. <laughs> Hey, he finna text her right now. <laughs> I hate this man so much. What you doing? What is the move? What do you got going on right now? We need to know. These niggas right here is trying to ball. These niggas really trying to hoop. Okay. My boys came back. They made an interesting game. I like that fight, bitch. <laughs> we talking about the Rockets and the Lakers for y'all who don't know. I feel, I feel like these niggas just, just playing the play right now. This, this series over. These niggas just trying to put up something right now. Yeah. Okay, so in terms of social media, so let's just say in 2020, what does dating in 2020 look like? Shit, doodle, ass, all does that shit really? is a show. Um, I think you could, like like when we said earlier today, like you could make your relationship look perfect. Mm-hmm. And niggas will never know you be beating the shit out of your girl. <laughs> or niggas get their ass beat too. Like, that's, like women abuse niggas too. I don't mm-hmm. know if like niggas are safe to say that. No, we are very safe to say that. We can get our ass beat. <laughs> that's a fact. Y'all be letting, y'all be getting your ass beat? I swear to God. Come on, man. Come on, now. Come on, man. Y'all be getting your ass beat for You don't beat a nigga ass before. I'm the abusee. I, I didn't. Ah, yeah, you swore that nigga out. And broke a nigga <laughs> thumb. Okay. Scratch the nigga face. Fucked up, cause my shit got fucked up. Low key. <laughs> what? We all been in the same boat. It's been one time she had a checky gangster. One time she had a checky gangster. Like, is this nigga gonna hit me back? I think that really wasn't the play. It was. was. It had to be. But that shit ain't happened since that day, Loki. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta yeah. see what you up against. Like, you know that first swing when you fight to see if a nigga gonna duck your shit or eat your shit. That's what that shit was for her. It's like, let me see how far. If he just walk away, I'm scared because. Wait, He's coming back with a job. Yeah, like, are you? Am I about to get hurt? Are you about to kill me? Like, what, can I, I call my dad? Like, what's up? Okay, so, so, can we? How do we identify toxicity in twenty twenty? It's a, it's a very thin line because I'm at the point now where sometimes I be thinking I'm toxic in my head, and I'd be like, nah. But then again, I'd be like, I don't know I, if a regular nigga would do okay, this. Okay, so though. what, what do you think is your toxic trait? We all gonna give one. My toxic trait, <laughs> I got a few. Oh, uh, give me one, but if you want to give me a few, <laughs> I might give you a few. Uh, what's one of my toxic traits? Well, one of my worst ones that I I'm, I think I grew out of. I don't know if I grew out of it, but I'm an ex. Um, I used to I used to ask for shit that I wasn't willing to do myself. Mm-hmm. Mm. You feel me? So I'd be like, Come block on. this nigga, and then she'll be like, block that bitch, and I'd be like, no, she's cool. Uh, you know what I'm saying? But I got to the point where I was like. All right, so 
if this is like like I said, if this is bothering you this much, and I'm saying I want to be with you, and mm-hmm. I'm willing to be with you for for the remainder of my existence, yeah, I'm willing to separate myself from all this other shit going on. Okay. So, do you agree? Like 100 percent honestly. Yeah. So I grew out of that one, but that was one of my big toxic traits. I'd be like, I'd be wanting shit, and I wasn't willing to. <laughs> Do that shit. One of my new toxic traits that she's bringing to my attention is the way I talk to her. Okay. She says like. I don't think that's a toxic trait. No, but it, it, it because can. y'all just like surface right now. Now, because she brought to your attention, and if you continue down that trajectory of being an ass or however she say that she don't like to be talked like, to, like she then that becomes toxic. But like, like she said, and like you said, when y'all were sitting with me and my family, that's how we talk to each other. Like, that's not really a sign of affection, but like I'm comfortable enough to speak to you how I would speak. You know what I'm saying? So I shouldn't have to shut myself down to speak to you. But if that's causing a problem to you, then I have to change that a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So it wasn't like me raising my voice and telling her, like, do this, do that. It'd be like, can you say please when I ask you to do something? You know what I'm saying? Or like, if I do something for you, say thank you. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I got to the point where I was comfortable with her, like, oh, she's going to do it if I ask her to do it. So, and if she don't do it, I'm going to argue with her. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, can you please do this? Mm. Or if I actually do something, can you please do this without like having a loud tone or being argumentative about it? So that's what I'm working on now. That's my toxic trait. Okay. <laughs> All right. So look, I'm going to go next, D. Mm-hmm. Uh, can I just ask my girl if I could call her? Because mm-hmm. to answer the question, I don't think I have any toxic traits. And I guess that might be my narcissistic talking right now. Probably. But well, that might be your toxicity talking. <laughs> We're going to find out. Hey. From the horse's mouth. <laughs> Shout out to Brisky Deesky. We phoning in, Brisky Deesky. Hey, babe. I've never met Bree. Can I meet? Can I meet Bree? Why it? you have to ask? Me? Can you call me? Because we was talking about a topic. Uh, do you want to know if she can see you right quick? That's fine. Hi, Bree. Hey. How are you? You have really fucking pretty I'm teeth. Good. How are you? Man, a big ass chompers. You have really pretty teeth. That's fucked up. Big so ass I'm gonna ask because he's not gonna ask right. I Does Rick have any right. toxic traits? Toxic, toxic traits. Mm-hmm. Mm, when he wants to. Mm. Mm. Let's talk about it. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. That was part of the question, though, babe. Yeah, it's part of the question. Um, Be honest, too. Like, keep it a bean. I think... I ain't got nothing. I ain't got nothing, man. It's toxic when you know what to say to a person to tick them off, and you and you say it each time, like yeah. So I manipulate the conversation. So, babe, I'm, I guess I'm finding out <laughs> that I'm narcissistic. And then when, when he'll say, when he say, okay, he don't spell it out to say, okay. Just okay. okay. <laughs> but, but that's really be my swag in real life, too, though. Like, I don't like that. I just be like, <laughs> I don't right. like that. Man, you got that shit. It's cool. Do you? Or he 
So that's your that's your toxic trait. You. I would say before before like because those are current uh, quote unquote toxic traits. You see, I did that quote unquote. But um, one of the toxic traits that I do identify with that was uh, a little bit earlier in our relationship and before is when I get angry. You know what I'm saying? Like I'll cut your ass out. Like from like I talk to you crazy. I ain't never had that one. I, it was always like a little sense of respect in that somewhere. Like, mm. but I think I get that from my mom's stuff. Type shit. Like when you mad, you like, mad. But like, but you always gonna have to walk your back. So I always think about that. Like if I say some shit, I'm gonna have to eat that shit. But see, but see, so in 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 my head at the time, I would be like, I gave a person an ample amount of opportunity to leave me alone. Cause that I always request, leave me alone. Yeah, leave me alone. But you know, in a moment, nigga, woo, 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 woo. that all right. I'm gonna take you there. Let's go. But see, for me. That that shit was me, but I like to fight. And I came from, you know, fighting all the fucking time. So, like, once I get to that point, we fighting. So, mm-hmm. I I took that into thought when I'm arguing with my old lady. Like, if I get to a certain point, I'm mm-hmm. going to want to fight you. And I can't do that. Because yeah. if I find myself fighting you, <laughs> I don't need to be with you. Because once shit. I put my hands on now you, that's I that's a super toxic. Exactly. Like, immediately so, break up. No fixing that. That's, that's what stopped me from doing that shit because... With niggas, it'd be like, okay, I just said all I can say to you. Yeah, I'm tired of arguing. Let nothing look, nigga. G shit, that's the end of that. You feel me? So that's what it was with a female. So, yeah. But thank you, babe. I just wanted to call in because I wanted to give an honest answer because we doing our toxic traits that we that we perceive ourselves to have. And I said I didn't think I had any. Okay. But thank you, babe. Shout out, Brisky. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Do uh, Krispy Kreme, Krispy Kreme close at a certain time? 11, I think. 11 or 12. I could be wrong. You might want to do that. I might. I might. You got a toxic trait? Mm-mm. Not at all. We call one of your old, old people's. I'm saying, you know you got a couple. I'm blocked. Um, <laughs> toxic. 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 Um, one thing, one thing I know for sure is, um, I don't mind being disrespectful once it's up there. That's Even right. if I see a person trying to defuse it once. I, I feel like it takes a lot for me to get really disrespectful. So once I've gotten there, all of that, you trying to calm down now, no. Um, and I and I want to keep bringing it up. That's <laughs> me. Like, because like, niggas, cause niggas feel me. like, all right, we up there now, I want to walk away. That's nah, me. bitch, we up there. That's, that's me. Type so shit, that, you know? that we finna argue this shit out till we come to a conclusion. That in uh, I don't mind hurting your feelings, so I'm gonna hit below the belt. Mm, I'm gonna hit below the belt. Before I've only done that shit like twice. Mm, I that shit hurts your self esteem when when she. It does. You'd be like, yo, if I could talk to my girl, like, how can I tell another nigga not to talk to her like that? Type shit. You did. I'm putting on this show, and I'd be hurt if somebody did this shit to me. You should. So you like. Yeah, that's. But I think that's kind of like I don't want nobody to do to me. Like that's kind of like how I grew up. In my household a little bit. Like, I never, my dad and my mom never physically harmed each other. But, like, them niggas, when they are up there, like, niggas don't move in the house. You shit. Like, you, like, you not, stay in your fucking room. You was in the bathroom till them niggas died. You shit. Like. You was done shit in 30 minutes ago. You shit. Legs so. cramped up like a motherfucker. Can't go nowhere. And you hey, man, who the fuck in the bathroom? Now you. <laughs> now you. Now you, now you, now you quiet. That, you and that bitch trying out to make a noise. You shit. You <laughs> turn the light off, you sitting in the dark. <laughs> Jeez, shit, bro. I remember one time when people go at it, dog. I started cleaning up just so a nigga won't get yelled at. Boy, I'm like, I'm busy right now. I can't even. Get I can't come to the phone. Leave me alone. Jeez, shit. Hey, but that shit do be scary when your people argue. But I remember one of the That's biggest right. arguments my people got into. But I was hiding in my room, and my mama came in that bitch yelling at him. I was like, please, 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 please
Please don't shop right Instagram. Please. G shit, bro. G shit. You be trying to do everything. Just I'm not here. I'm not here. Just just y'all yes. handle that yourselves. This is not between us. This is y'all. That's a y'all thing. And then they be asking, Cam, did you? Yes, ma'am. I did it. Whatever you asked for. I did not do it right now. You don't want none of that, bruh. You know the house gonna be squeaky clean for the next day and a half. At least the next day and a half. Got to, because ain't nobody trying to get beat up. And don't let the argument trickle over into the next day. I'm I'm gonna just go at such a such house. G-shit, I'm finna go find. I'm gonna go outside and play with the grass. I'll find something to do. Something in there. Something in the grass. Don't worry. You know what? Speaking of playing outside, I feel like this generation of kids don't understand what it feels like to play outside, bro. I know we probably got a, a, a age group around our age, but for the younger listeners, if you could go play tag, I know Corona's outside, tag. but if you could go play tag, Man hiding out, Definitely. not hiding out, but hide and go seek, um, get chased by a fucking dog. Just see how, day you're, how, how fun your day Ooh. is, bro. Especially if you survive it. Like, if you make the run, come on. Ooh. You gotta yeah. remember the days of hot Jackpot. ball, side pot. Oh my goodness! Yes. Oh Come my on, god, man. bro! Fucking you, bro. bro. We used to have a. We used to live in a um in like a cul-de-sac, so it was wide as fuck. Long, like you know, a fucking cul-de-sac. It's a circle. Yeah. And, and like one year, me <laughs> and all when they explain the cul-de-sac. Yeah. Shit, like niggas ain't know what a cul-de-sac was. But me and all my friends in the neighborhood, we all got basketball goals the oh, same tough. Christian. Them niggas running full we court. We was running full court from one side of the court sack to the other side of the court sack, bro. We were thinking we was a fucking... Mm-hmm. Uh, no, listen. I've been losing waters, too. Just sitting here it's with a that. Water like, what a water thing. I swear to God. Like, hey, what is that? Childhood was a fun thing, bro. Sideline pop, bro. Oh, my goodness. I don't think I really liked the outside. Well, you're a girl. So you're probably one of the kids, one of the girls that sit that on a green thing out there. Right. Just want, just wanting to be outside, but I don't want to run. Right. It's time to get true. snacks on all with it. That was right. it. Bro, there's no better feeling when three of your homeboys in the neighborhood come like at your door and your mom. In the morning, all the bikes in the Terry outside. Yes. You throw them, boy, you'll run out that bitch in your drawers. Yes. What y'all want y'all to do? What y'all want y'all to do? I swear to God. What we going? What we going? It's 7 o'clock, but you know by 2, 3 Bye. o'clock, yeah, it's going to be deep. And that was the thing. You were outside all day. Yeah, no, it wasn't no one, two hours. You'd be at that bit from that morning was, time to the damn street yeah, like that. Yeah, and be sad. Mad be, as fuck. Be tired, yeah. but be sad. Oh, gee, shit. Hate having to come inside and take a bath and go to sleep. No cap, That used to be the low light of the day. Bro, the saddest part about being a kid is when you get picked up first from your homeboy house. When it's yeah. a group of y'all. You can't be the last one. You Come on, bro, come at 8, bro, come at 8. Hey, your you mama's like, what? I got to get to work at 5 o'clock. You going to come home now. Your daddy's on the way. Come on, man. Please. Come on, man. You Y'all come to the game with 2K. Swear to nah, God. Bro, you finna go home, bro. You got to leave. And with love to tell you, you know you finna go. It's right. time for you to bro, go. Bro, go start packing your bag. Oh, uh, uh, when, uh, when uh, the, the, the nigga mama come in the house, I'm mean, coming in the room, you're like, Cam, your mama on the way. Go ahead and get your stuff ready, baby. No. Sad. No. You'd be like, Miss Johnson, can you just tell her come at three? Can I stay one more night? Can I spend the night, please? <laughs> Nigga be so hurt. Ma all know how that shit go, boy. We used to leave summer camp Friday with our bags packed. We're gonna go to one of our cousins' house. Don't bring up that summer camp shit. Summer camp was the greatest. It was the hottest summers ever. Greatest summer camp ever. I miss summer camp to the max. We had a lot of fun. We never did what we were supposed to do. We had a lot of fun. D know better than anybody. Cam had a different girlfriend every Every week. Week. <laughs> I was the, the blackest little motherfucker that thought I was a match. The camp was beefing with this man by the end of the year. And I was like, for what? 
I was young, dumb, and Cameron would tell you very much stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, so my first time moving out, like officially apartment, was last year. Okay. Yeah. Last year. I was 20? 19, 20? I was 20. 20? Yeah. Going on 21. I was 22. Not 22 as in 22. I was 20 as well. Type shit. Yeah. yeah. I was 20. Going on 21. I'm not this high. I can't be. Am I wrong? No, you said 20, 22. Yeah, because like I was well. saying, because yeah. he said he was 20, and I was like, I'm 22, but yeah. not 22 is a yeah. age. Okay, I just had a moment. Well. It's cool. Yeah. I'm kind of... I, I was 21. I was 21 when I moved out. I thought y'all moved in together last year. We did. I'm 20. I just turned 22. 22. Yeah. My first... Yeah. My you, 21st birthday. These I'm twos out. is fucking us up. Yeah, it's messing me up. No. Okay. No, you was That's 20. a foul. You were 22, you were, you were 21. You were 21. You were 21. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I was still in my mama's house when I did that little shit. Yeah, yeah, Okay, yeah. Yeah, my 21st birthday. My 20th birthday, I was doing some stupid shit. 21st, mm-hmm. I was in my own shit. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, I was um, 21. He, he was 21. Yeah. Because yeah. I was 22. 22. I was 21. I, yeah. I just turned 22. I'm 22. I don't remember what I was because when I hit 21, I bought my first pistol. Yeah. I was in my, in my, in my own home. I <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, I bought my first pistol at 14. I'm talking about legal. <laughs> I'm talking about legit pistol shit. <laughs> Definitely. I won't say I'm doing better than the people I went to high school with. You know, I went to Paxson. Mm-hmm. They are all doing really well. A lot of them just graduated. Um, a couple of my classmates, when I transferred to Reigns, they get married. Um, mm-hmm. Some people are about to go to, like, medical school. They doing mm-hmm. well education-wise. Mm-hmm. I don't know how them niggas living outside of that. But aside from that, I'm... I'm doing pretty darn good. I'll say shout out to my boy Malik. That's my uh that's my OG man. Malik that, Malik? That nigga has had two houses mm. so far. That nigga been married since he was eighteen. Mm. Got his baby girl. Are we talking about? Can we talk about other day? Yeah. That nigga been handling this shit since he moved out. Malik is he's always seemed like a pretty solid guy. Yeah, he's always, always been solid. on some business type shit. Okay. And my my circle of friends is doing very well. G shit. Yeah, yeah, like I, like, I, like there's no dead homeboys. Like Zay, him, he had fam. He almost done. He wrapping this shit up. Um, Ty, he on his way to the major leagues. He playing minor league ball right now. Baseball. I just watched his uh, YouTube video. Hey, shout out Ty. Shout out Ty. He doing his thing. I love, I love his content. Um, Mare, he got a job. He going steady right now. I don't think he been in any trouble. Um, I think Donnie finna go. He he in Tallahassee. I think he go to community college if I'm not wrong, but he trying to get his head back on and go play football because he got into some trouble. But we straightened him out. Mm-hmm. Um, so my, my my circle of friends is doing pretty well, if you ask me. Hey, talk to me about policing your friends. Like, oh, like, that's a, like, I'm big on that. I'm big shit. on that. Like, I'm you gotta hold your, you gotta be able to hold, I gotta your hold my niggas accountable. accountable. And if you can't stand in the paint with that accountability, you shit, you're friend. not really a friend. Because one thing about me, I believe in birds of a feather flock together. So if I'm hanging around a whole I bunch of broke that. niggas. I do. If I'm hanging around a whole bunch of broke niggas, I indulge in broke nigga activities. I don't think I don't agree with that. that I, don't agree with with that I think early on in life, maybe. Maybe, but I can't. I'm but I'm saying, though, if you hang with a nigga that do crack, either you're not gonna hang out with that okay, nigga. Okay, but crack is extreme. That's, 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 an extreme. Like, that's extreme. what I'm saying. So you you hang with a nigga that beat on his old lady. You gonna if you check him and that shit don't change, you continue to hang out with him. Yeah. Nine times out of ten. You know if your homeboy is doing stuff like that, and hopefully you're the homeboy that checks that. I disagree. I think nine times out of ten, you never know. And the, your your homeboy, he'll show you some. If y'all are, if you're around him and his girlfriend often, you'll see the signs. You mm. will see the signs. But if you're just not around him like that, 
then nah, he not finna walk up and say, dog, I just hit my girlfriend, she was pissing me off. Niggas don't do that. Yeah. Um, Niggas don't do that. That's a fact, but at, at the same time, but like you said, you can tell. So I feel like if you if you okay with that, you okay with him? Because we cut off a nigga because of what he was doing. Gee, shit. And like, that shit hurt me to my soul. So I feel like, like, like I said, Bears and Fella fought together because if, if you're not checking it and you accepting it, you okay with it. So that means at one point in time, maybe you'll go down that path like what he do it. Feel me? And nobody saying that to him. I feel like sometimes when I give niggas advice, I should take it myself. I do feel the same way. I done had to take a step back myself and be like, damn, I just told this nigga to do something that I don't do my damn Like, G shit, like, we be having those fucking three-hour talks sometimes. I be like, yo, I'm giving this nigga the game. I be like, I need to follow the same blueprint. And it's not that I'm speaking I'm from far a left field. type shit. You know what I'm saying? Shit. It's like, the, the, standard, the standard I'm giving him, we should all strive for. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's not a, just a him standard. It's a it's a it's a man standard that most, if all, should follow. You know what I'm saying? And um, I, I do appreciate that about our friendship. Like that nigga cuss my ass out, and I could cuss him out. And thirty minutes later, we laughing about some nut shit. You know what, what I'm saying? Well, them type of friends you need. You need friends who not afraid to tell you what's up. Basically, you not afraid at all. Like not. Y'all can communicate like, hey, this might not feel good. This might not sound good, but you need to get your shit together. Everybody, everybody need those. You need somebody to hold you accountable. Somebody that you know is coming from a place of love and not judgment and ridicule like that. I agree with that. I tell this nigga all the time. I ain't got my shit together, but shit, I'm working towards it. You working towards it. So nigga, let's tighten up and get this shit together. Because if we don't, this shit going to crumble right in front of us. And we're going to be ass out looking at each other crazy. And we both had the opportunity to fix it. Sitting in fucking Jacksonville. And ain't no problem with being in Jacksonville, but you can't be a nigga in Jacksonville just being a nigga in Jacksonville. Say it again. You can't be a nigga in Jacksonville just being a nigga in Jacksonville. Come on. You gotta be a nigga striving to do better in Jacksonville. Definitely. And that's not just here, that's anywhere. Yeah, Jacksonville is to your respective city, wherever you right. are. Wherever, wherever you, you at, it's an asterisk. Yeah. Put your city right there. It's a blank space. Put your shit. Because a lot of niggas... Like I said, I know a lot of niggas in high school still in the same spot they was in high school. Niggas still rolling off that little high school clout. And we don't care about that. Not anymore. Right? Niggas been holding on to that for years. You know Just it. let it go. It's okay. <laughs> how, how do y'all feel about y'all friends that do drugs? I ain't talking about like the regular weed. <laughs> like, because at one point in time, and even still, to not a, a high degree, but like my friends that do pills and shit like that, like, that shit is like crack low-key. Um... I'm gonna say it like this. <laughs> uh, I don't want to hurt nobody's feelings. Yeah, that's touchy. Yeah. Um. It gets to a point where you're becoming dependent. Mm-hmm. For that to be your happiness, or for that to make you feel better, that's to me. That's when it becomes a problem. To piggyback off that, I agree, and I I say, if it's hard to be around you when you're on your on your yeah, like if you can't function. Or you're not your regular self or close to your regular self. And that goes for drinking too. G-shit. Not just drugs. G-shit. That goes for that too because I got a couple alcoholic friends that, oh, I got to take a shot before we do anything. Bitch, we just going to go to the store. What What are you What are you running from? Or they, or they from? get this out the store. Right. Like we at the store, nigga. We can't even pick up Band-Aids. Why do you have a couple of vodkas in your fucking bag? Dude, relax. G-shit. What is your problem? G-shit. But nah, like I feel like once and once, once that becomes an everyday thing and you depend it, like, okay, you pop a pill, we finna go to the club. Cool. Yeah, that's you a, pop a, a pill that's for a recreational activity. Cool. Justify it. Yeah, 
Yeah, but you got this bitch. Oh, I need five perks to get me through today. No offense, dude. Go to the fucking doctor. You need help. Because something is wrong. Sure, I'm huge and one person to be all Beating I need. my ass. All I need. Perk me. Whooping the nigga. Okay. You gotta know it, bro. But I, I have, I, I'm not against it. You feel me? Like, drug abuse is a real thing. And I feel like in today's climate, that shit. It's not. It, it should be. It should be a conversation that that can be had in in, in your group. And it friends. shouldn't. It shouldn't hurt nobody feelings. Like, look, dude, you do like if it's affecting the group of people. Uh, the the group of people should. I wouldn't. It depends on the person. Intervention style. Nah, cause yeah, like that's what I'm saying. It depends on the person. Cause some people, yeah, you gotta pull them to the side one on one. Hey, look, check this out. I'm one of your closest friends. I fuck with you. I see what you got going on. I understand this a lot. But what you doing to cope? That's not working. Right. And at the same token, some people might need a group of friends because it might take one nigga and they be like, oh, that's just your opinion. But now I'm sitting down with four or five niggas and they all like, eh, I kind of see where you're coming from. Right. A nigga might need to hear that. But at, at the same time, some people might see that as, oh, y'all ganging up on me. Now he got to go pop five perks to cope with the fact that, oh, none of his friends like him because he's a pill popper. You mm-hmm. So it, it depends on the person. It depends on the climate of the friendship. Have you ever dealt with any friends that uh, abused um, prescription drugs? Not just prescription drugs. Don't put a label on it. Not just That's just any drug. Yeah, any drug. Um, alcohol, any of that. Well, we classify as weed too? I mean, if you can't function without smoking a J, I feel like that's kind of a problem. Okay. Um, The whole drug abuse topic is touchy for me. Mm-hmm. That's a podcast for another day. Mm-hmm. Um, But as far as friends are concerned, um, I've had friends who just get sad and want to drink. Right. Right. And um, I've been that friend before. I'm like, oh, okay, let's take shots. But then I find you wanting to, you just drink it throughout the day. Or I'm like, what's wrong? Nothing. Just been drinking all day. It's nine o'clock. Like, when did when did your day start? Right, um, but then you got people who do things outside of prescription drugs, outside of alcohol, like acid, shrooms, things of that nature. If you're going to do those things, if you're going to be experimental, I feel like a person should do their research. Mm-hmm. But it becomes too much when every time I talk to you, it's, oh, I did this or I did that. And it's an everyday you thing. Like knocking shit off the bucket list in a week's time. Yeah, like, you, hey, you got to have up. a balance of some sort. Because that shit can become a problem real easy. You, you got to know what a lot of people are capable of. Like, you got to know your limits. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't have a nigga that's smoking back to back every single day and this nigga can't function. He can't go to work. He can't come home and take care of home. You feel me? Yeah. That shit do become a problem. Like, we got a friend, I ain't gonna put no names on it, but we do have a friend that, to me, kinda overdo it with the alcohol. Like, right. every time I see you, you gotta, you gotta damn drink in the car. Mm-hmm. You pulling up to me with a drink in the car, nigga, it's 11 o'clock in the morning. But, to each his own. Like, he can function. He can do his thing when yeah. he's off the lick, but... To me personally, that's a little too much because it's going to get to a point where now you a grown-ass man and you still doing the same shit you was doing five years ago. That, that shit becomes a habit. Pretty much. And some habits are impossible to break. You know, bitches can lead you to a I, I'll be transparent in this conversation. I, I don't drink throughout the week, but on the weekends, I will enjoy myself. Yeah. And I think that's just like me enjoying my two days off from putting in my work. But I ain't never for, came for to you grind. being like sloppy drunk. G shit. Like it's always. If, like if I, I was sloppy shot. drunk, everybody was enjoying themselves. It wasn't just like a single sloppy drunk type shit. Or we got to drag. Yeah, we got to drag Rick out the house because this nigga needs some air. G shit. Nah, it ain't never been nothing like that. But um, like I said, to each his own. That shit. That, that it it depends on the person, and 
Like, I have no say as to what it is because everybody got their vice. Like, some of y'all might be like, oh, I'm addicted to drugs. But my shit was I find myself wanting to be alone. And I go into, like, a bubble where I turn my phone off and I wouldn't speak to people for, like, two or three days. You talking about you? Yeah. I go into a state where, like, I didn't get drunk. I didn't get high because that was never my swag. I just turn my phone off and be to myself for two or three days. And niggas will be looking for me and be like, you good, you good. I'm, I'm totally fine. But yeah. in my head... I don't know what I'm doing to somebody else. I don't know why I'm true. Cause did did you ever figure out what caused that? I still don't know to this day because I still do it. You feel me? Like I'll go. I, it won't be like two or three days, but it'll be like okay, I'm finna put my phone down and just watch TV. Yeah. And like I just don't want to be bothered. I go to little. I go to little moments like that with my old lady. Like, baby, okay. I'm I'm just having. A, I'm not having a good day. I talk to you when I feel like talking to you. Yeah. And it don't be a, a them thing. It just be like, it just be me. like I need I be to in shut my thoughts. the world out. Yeah, type shit. I be in my yeah. thoughts. I need to get through this little rough patch or else I'll be back in the boat. Well, okay, I'm turning my phone off for two or three days. You feel me? So that was my shit. But a lot of people do need that too. Like some people do need space. In order Especially to, in this cyber world where everything is at, the, at your palm. G-shit, you know a nigga whole life just off the internet. So. G-shit. Yeah, I, I, I can't. That, that was my shit. That was me. I don't see a problem with it, but some people might see a problem with it. Do you feel um, that you'll like ever be able to voice what's actually bothering you? Because there, there's a root to it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I learned that through therapy. That there's always a root to to darkness. Like there's a root to happiness. But on the same, the on the flip side of that coin, the crazy shit about it is my therapy is being around others. So like, it's like 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 how y'all be saying like, what you want to do for your birthday? I will literally tell y'all niggas, I don't care. I just want to be around y'all. I just want to hang with y'all. That's my happiness. Like, seeing other people happy around me, mm-hmm. that makes me happy. So, like, I don't know what my problem would be. I just, I find myself, like, when I get sad, I just don't want to talk. I just, like, I'm good. I, you you know what the problem is, and you ask me, yo, what the problem is, and I'll be like, I'm good. I'm, ain't nothing wrong with me, but right. I just want my space right now. So, that's my shit. Do you ever dealt with depression? Um, yes. Um, Twice. Um, do you feel comfortable talking about it? Yeah. Wait, this is a safe space. This is what Cam call it. D's Dungeon. D's yeah. Dungeon. D's um, Dungeon. I've dealt with depression twice. Mm-hmm. Um, the first time I didn't realize the signs were there. Mm-hmm. And the second time I was actually Baker active for two weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, I just went off the grid and I told everybody my phone was off because nobody could get in contact with me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really about how you deal with it. Some people do therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, some people go the healthy route. Others don't. Mm-hmm. It's really just, you got to make sure you have a, a strong support system. And if you don't, mm-hmm. hopefully you're able to see the signs for yourself. But right. shout out to my support system that involves the infamous Cammy Nance over there. My support system, they, they solid. They come through. They got me the help I needed. Um, and it's kind of helped me deal with things along the way but even with that experience you realize people have bigger problems right um you realize that things happen outside of you um and i met some i met a lady who i actually still she 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 checks in from time to time Mm -hmm. um she had a really bad drug problem okay um but she prayed with me while we were there together and you kind of learn how to deal with stuff it's it's really all about the route you take is it going to be healthy is it not going to be healthy so it's a process. You just you roll with it. That's kind of a thing I learned about myself. Like, even when I be in my my saddest, darkest times, mm-hmm. I be having to suppress that shit. Cause not to like sound like I'm talking 
like holding myself to like a pedestal or whatever but I find myself being like the positive friend a lot of times so yeah, so people gravitate to you and it's hard to keep your shit on the front burner type shit like a lot of people a lot of people have their own personal problems and they'll come to me be like I'm in a safe space I feel like I can talk to Cam mm-hmm. so I'd be like talk to me even though I'd be going through a whole bunch of bullshit my damn self so yeah. I'd be like you know what I'm saying it's a bigger goal in life and I feel like that's why I find myself wanting to be around people a lot because not to sound like I'm putting myself on a pedestal I find myself being like the nigga that people want to be around be happy around and hang around so that's kind of I guess that's why I kind of be like I don't really voice my problems with other people because to me not to sound like an asshole but 95% of the time a nigga really don't care what you be having going on no not at all 99% of the time bro so you find yourself talking to a nigga and then a couple hours later he telling you telling somebody else all your fucking problems like this nigga can't fucking crazy so I'd be like, you know what I'm saying? Ain't no point in talking to somebody else when I could just fix it myself. So that's why I go in my little hole and I talk to my damn self. That'd be beautiful. Is uh, recording music your therapy as well? Yeah, a lot of times I've been trying to get out of the thing of putting all my personal business in music, but it makes for the best music. Yeah. So uh, part of my writing process or part of my making music process, it'd be, uh, okay, I hear beat. What is beat? What does this beat make me feel? You mm-hmm. feel me? So mm-hmm. like, if I hear a song, you'd be like, "Oh, this beat kind of sounds sad." I'm not gonna try to go out my way to make it like a depressing ass song, but like, if it come up, I'd be like, "Okay, I could talk some shit on here that somebody might be able to relate to." And it's not just to be like, "Oh, I make relatable music." It's like, no, if you listen to this, like, you're not the only person going through it. You know what I'm saying? So, Bro. at the same token, that's like me voicing myself and. Eventually, somebody be like, oh, Cam, I know what you feel. Like, I felt what you were saying in that song. You you know what I'm saying? And at the same time, I can help somebody else be like, oh, I feel like I'm alone in this shit. But this nigga rapping about the shit that I be feeling and I'm scared to talk to somebody about. Right. But at least I know I'm not alone. You feel me? So that's, that's I would say it's a therapy, but it's not something I seek out to be my therapy. Like, most of the time when I go to the studio... I be trying to be on good vibes, but mm-hmm. I'll go in that bitch with like a set number of beats or a set number of songs that I want to accomplish, and I'll get some shit off that I didn't even plan to get off. Mm-hmm. And you'd have been there when I did that shit, like, Rick, we're going to do da 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 da, and we come out with d d d d d. You see me? Right. So, it just depends on the do person. You, how, what'd you recognize for your therapy? Like, continuous therapy to, to keep yourself afloat, never get too high, never get too low? Um. Hmm. I'm going to just say pray. Yeah. Um, I know that sounds really cliche, and I always tell people, if you ever find yourself in a bad place, prayer is, is the one thing you should be doing, but the Bible tells us faith without works is dead, so I feel like you need to be trying to figure something out outside of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, I pray. Um, I journal a lot now, like a lot. I have notebooks everywhere, and I have to have a notebook in every area of my house. Because mm-hmm. it'll be me to be like, damn, I don't feel like getting up. It's over right there. It's one of my rooms, one of my kitchen. It's, it's something everywhere. In arm's reach. Um, yeah, that. So praying, journaling. Um, and Cam actually got me into music again. Yeah. <laughs> so I hate recording because I don't like, I like the process. It's cool. But I write more music now. Um, and my song, 23, it was a journal entry. Um, so you just. You find what works, Rick. Let's let's hear from you. What what you yeah, do? What do you do? Yeah. Oh, what you do? I well, 
Truth be told, um, with me driving trucks, uh, it can be lonely. And I know that sounds like really cliche, mm -hmm. but um, can I tell you, I'll sit on the phone and talk for hours just because nobody else is there. And not in the sense that nobody else wants to be there because obviously my girl will always answer the phone if I call, but she works just as much as I do. Mm -hmm. um, so I think for me, it's through music. Um, I think I'll probably listen to damn near every type of genre and a lot of people think that I will listen to more hip-hop but I'm really an R&B guy God yes I really Rick. am an R&B guy like, <laughs> these niggas hate when I get the aux cord because I be trying to get my slow shit out but, yeah. this bitch listening to Jay Sean <laughs> fuck <laughs> but that's really my swag and um I think I contribute that to my dad because um just like him growing up uh in his time frame hip-hop really wasn't as as popular as it is now and by the time it did get popular, it was one shit he wanted to hear. Mm -hmm. So he always kept his, you know, his little 12 track going and whatnot. Yeah. And um, a lot of that stuff stuck with me throughout the years. And um, yeah, I wish I could sing because I would definitely be a raw R&B singer, but I can't <laughs> sing for shit. Um, but yeah, therapy for me is um, I got a, a close-knitted group of friends that I could always call. Mm -hmm. um, and not that I, you know, would share my... Uh, my downfalls or my troubles of that particular day with them is just let me get a different vibe let me get a different voice in my head because sometimes you'll talk to yourself for hours like driving from six o'clock to six p.m you're gonna talk to yourself mm. and sometimes you could be a worst critic you could be a best critic you could be anything inside your head and um truthfully potting for me like once i started like really taking this shit serious and like actually being interested in it it was like it didn't seem like a job or, or a hobby. Like, this shit is, like, really fun to me. And um, just, like, finding other people that do the same shit, finding things on YouTube that can help promote my brand or uh, help me get a bigger audience of, the, of those things because I feel like there's always going to be people out there that want to hear what you have to say. Mm -hmm. You just got to find them. Definitely. And they got to find you. Definitely. Um, so that's, that's my therapy. Uh, growing up, I actually... Uh, dealt with a therapist for a little bit mm. but um that was really contributed to my grandmother passing in t uh, 2013 so that was a rough time um i don't really battle with that fight anymore it's really like getting close to people because we all got an inspiration date mm -hmm. we just don't know when it is so it's like damn if i get cool or if i'm in a you know a tight relationship with a female whatever the case may be like if it not ends prematurely and, and her passing away or myself passing away mm -hmm. if we don't work out. Like, I invested this emotion. And one of the things I battle with with my current relationship now is I don't express some of, like, my darkest fears and shit. Mm -hmm. And she, she, but you know, you can always tell them, but it's like, if I get into that bed, you can't leave. Like, That's you kind of here for it. You, you are, you're going to be here. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. um, and I'll say I'm not there yet. Um, I'm not there. The only person I feel like I'm there with is my mom. And it's not an everyday conversation. It's probably not even a once a month conversation. It's just when it happens, it happens. I'm most vulnerable with her. I can cry. I can hug her. And I could do those things with my girl, but it's just, a mom is forever. Like, that title was there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So... That's my two cents, and I'm hanging it up. So we start crying and singing Kumbaya. Because it is soft. Yeah. Um, hey, only on the health.
hell if I know podcasts and watching my podcast where you get Instagram breakdowns and depression. Just <laughs> shit. The same time. <laughs> the whole therapy session in the same time. Well, right. If you're rocking out with us, we rocking with you. Yeah. And that's and that's another thing, the whole podcast thing. That's why I said I wanted different people um, with different views. Because mm-hmm. um, I... My, my description on my podcast says there's something for everyone in room for all. I want everybody That's a bar. to feel like, you know, that even my little spin for the day. And J-Bay, shout out to J-Bay because you was one of the first people who was like, thank you, love you, have a good day too. People don't appreciate my shit. I tell people, seriously, I get on Instagram, have a good day, talk your shit, smoke your J, pray, be at peace. It's something in there for everybody. Mm-hmm. And I don't want anybody to be excluded at all because a lot of podcasts are... They're centered around one subject, whether it's sports, whether it's music, whether it's whatever the case may be. I'm like, nah, let's just pile Work it on out. in there. Yeah, give everybody something. I don't, I don't want just one set. I want, I want the podcast to get to a point where it's like, D, what's the next episode? Can I be on type shit? Mm-hmm. And I want, I want people to want to talk. I want people to tune in. Um, and y'all was kind of like inspiration. Listen to y'all first couple of episodes. I'm like, okay. Then I got to episode six and ten and eleven. I'm like. What's, Wait, we still rocking out. <laughs> what's What's crazy about that is like we like me can't. Well, it was a group of four at one point. Mm-hmm. We kind of got a group of four now, but it's like didn't somebody just have a baby? Huh? Didn't somebody just have a baby? Yeah, KB. Shout out KB. And Shout Sasha. out K Bizzle. <laughs> yeah, little um, KB in the mix. <laughs> but the original group was me, Cam, Don, and EJ. Mm-hmm. Um, that one really it's didn't materialize like due to. You know Don. You know Don. You see his face. Yeah, he, he's in like mad pictures of all this. But um, that one didn't really materialize due to like our schedules and just a time frame. Like it was hard to get everybody on one accord. So that one kind of fell through the loop. And then we we did like two or three episodes, and then like we was gone for three months, four months. All right. And then when we came back, it was me and Cam. We was like, yo, we putting some shit out every week. Whether we on this bitch reviewing albums, talking about shit. Talk about our relationship. We gonna hit the ground running. We gonna make this shit what it is. And uh, since April, we not even April. Since really like February, mm-hmm. like we've been damn near putting out a, something every week. Um, and I going back to your uh, topic situation where you mm-hmm. talking about uh, some people podcasts be sitting around one topic. I was fighting with these guys. Uh, yeah, we gotta talk about music because that's what I wanted to be about musical podcast. Mm-hmm. It's like Rick, that's cool. But if we talking about music that nobody cares about for this week, where's our audience? And I'm like, I feel yeah. y'all, I feel y'all, but we're going to talk about music. So we was fighting, we was fighting, and uh, when me and Cam revamped the show back in February, we was like, yo, we're going to talk about what's going on in, in the world. Mm-hmm. And at that time, COVID had just kicked off. So we was going through through that uphill battle of talking about COVID, then Black Lives Matter happened, and then in the midst of that, it was just like, yo, we got to keep this going, because we, Shit. like, I'm looking at these numbers, niggas is actually listening and watching and following the, the trend, mm-hmm. so it's like, I'm not going to leave these niggas hanging. And like, that's, that's one thing I do appreciate about me and Rick French, not to get all mushy on this bitch and all that. <laughs> we done already took it though. Yeah, we done already I took it I didn't spill my history, I... <laughs> But that's one thing I do appreciate about my friendship with Rick is... Like, me and Rick both met each other with a different dream. G-shit. A different goal in mind. And one thing about Rick and one thing about me is we both pushed each other to continue that. Because when I met Rick, I was at a point where I want to make music, but it's like the wheels ain't turning for me. You feel me? Like, I've been rapping for, what, 
borderline five years, and I never like once like really took it serious. Rick know about your gospel rap days. Mm-hmm. Rick know about all that shit. I, I've I've tried everything, and <laughs> and it was never me giving up. It was just me like, okay, I'm gonna just do this shit for fun, and if it pop, it pop. But that never worked for me. And Rick, it was it took Rick to be like, bro, you talented, like you can rap, like niggas making music, but you making good music. You feel me? Mm-hmm. And it was like. I'm willing to stand up and be like, hey, I'll be your manager. And I don't even know how to manage shit. I ain't never managed a nigga in my life. We'll learn this shit together. And ever since then, <laughs> me and Rick been putting out projects. I've been I done put out more videos in the past <laughs> year and a half. We had a, I done put in. We had a fucking formula. We was like two videos a month. G shit. So that means your ass in the studio making 13 songs and we gonna shit. pick the best too. G shit. And we gonna we gonna shoot something. We had this bitch figuring out video ideas. Everything and it was just like, yo, we gonna work. We gonna make that's, this shit. That's work. the thing about it is we both workhorses. Like, mm-hmm. we'll we'll be able to do everything type and then, shit. And like, Rick, Rick was like, if I ain't got the bread for it, shit, I put up half. We'll make some shit. Shape some same shit thing shit. with him. He needs some equipment for the pot. I'll put up half, nigga. We'll make some shit shape. That's what I appreciate about our friendship. Is like we gonna keep pushing each other till one of us gets successful. I I think not to value money, but when a when a nigga can put up something towards whatever your dream is, like that that that's a different level because you work hard for your money like I work hard for mine. Yeah. And I'm just not giving out handouts, you feel that's me? Like, fact, I, got, yeah. I got family that do shit that I've never supported in the sense of putting a dollar towards it. So obviously I believe in in, in the talent and in the, in that's, the hard work. That was another thing for me. Like this nigga only known me for about the better half of six months. And this nigga was like, hey, I fuck with what you got going on, and I'm willing to split bread with you to help you do whatever you're trying to do. And I, that made me feel like, well, damn, that mean I'm good enough to a nigga where he like, hey, I want to see you make it. Like, I got a whole bunch of homeboys like, hey, I want to see what you're doing. I, I appreciate what you're doing out here. I repost music, da-da-da-da-da. But ain't that nigga was like, nigga, you need to be in the studio. If you don't want to be in the studio, nigga, I'll put up $30, I'll put up $40, you getting your ass in the studio. You should. And I feel like everybody need that type of person in that corner. When they got a dream that a lot of people don't believe in. Because that shit will take a nigga up out of here. Like, if I'm working this hard, this hard, this hard, and ain't shit coming out of it, a nigga will put that shit down. Because we, we moving in circles. I don't want to do this no more. G-shit. And I appreciate my nigga Rick for that. That nigga, that nigga, that nigga put me on, man. That nigga, that nigga. We gonna get up out of this bitch one way or another. This podcast or this music shit. One of these we, bitches we gonna, gonna get out of, out of it both ways, nigga. Eventually! <laughs> I definitely feel the whole having somebody around you because the the first episode, I was nervous. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, dang, you been gonna listen? They might listen. And I had a a friend of mine on it with me, and I would not do it without her. But eventually, Mm -hmm. things start happening, and I was like, the podcast shit kind of helped me. My first episode is called The Pressure, and so much shit was going on at the time, and um, I'm like, okay, I need to do this by myself. This all on me type shit. (laughs) So. Yeah, like I, I definitely get it having somebody with you, and the goal is to get out of here one way or another, whether it's the podcast or something else. It, it gotta, it gotta happen. Mm-hmm. It got to. You should. It absolutely has to. I was excited when I seen it. I was flipping through my story. I was like, "Oh, she she got a podcast. Oh, she on the same. I gotta check this shit out." And I was like, was "Okay, excited. it's about 15, 16 minutes. I listen to it, check this shit out." I'm like, man, shout out D, man. I remember she bro. called me with the idea. I was bro. like, man, do that shit. What yeah. are you talking bro, about, man? People don't recognize how much you hate your voice until you actually hear it. Like, I fucking hate my voice. That's one thing I cannot agree with. 
Oh, you like yours? I love my voice. Man, I feel like my shit is boof. These niggas probably telling me to shut up right now. <laughs> and people, like, even my sister, uh, shout out to Morg. Morg tune in no matter how much I need her to. But it's people on my time. I'm like, girl, I know you had a podcast. Mm-hmm. Oh, I heard your podcast. So do y'all like this? I'm like, oh, okay. Like, that shit like, motivate you to go record some more shit. Like, and keep going. That's what I'll be trying. I, if I could get Cam to pod every day, I would. But, uh, cause I get a message, somebody DM me, yo, Rick, bro, the show is amazing, bro. And they could just be fluffing me up cause we cool out of kids and people, but that shit is, is what I need. Yeah, that's what that's it is. That's what I need. You need that motivation. motivation so whether it's fluff or it's real shit, at the end of the day, that, like, when you put out a product and you get any type of response. Yeah. Especially in the beginning, and they're positive responses. Make you feel better. It, it makes, makes you feel, feel, like you feel better. Right like you're not wasting your time. A lot of people don't know that. With this, small business, with this small business shit, a lot of people give up because they feel like they don't have the backing. And you could be on IG with 20,000 followers, nigga. And nobody is show you no love. You'd be like, well, damn, what's the point of this? You and you only been in this shit for a week. Now you done gave up. But all it takes is a couple of people to... You the ball rolling. Like I told you with this music shit, all it takes is for one nigga to, one nigga to be like, hey, this nigga raw. Let me send this to... Somebody who could get him in the right direction. And we out here. And we fucking out here. It takes... You don't have to get everybody. It has to be the one right person. The one right person has to hear this podcast. The one right person has to hear the podcast. The one right person has to hear your music. It has to be a million people. It has to be the right person. Exactly. And that's why I keep... That's why I say don't give up. Just keep putting shit out. Because eventually, nigga, you got 365 episodes... Eventually, 366, and they're gonna be like, okay, this nigga's trying. G shit. Like, this nigga's consistent. It feel good to watch them numbers go up, too. No cap. No cap. Bro, I, I remember them fucking days. I'm checking that YouTube shit every fucking the day. Best, the best feeling for me is when a nigga that you look up to and this shit be like, boy, I see you. I'm like, you see me? <laughs> Pots tonight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, think about cutting the hair. We just pick up another one. I was thinking the same shit, low key. Yeah, be going. Hey, so with that being said, this is another episode of the Watch Your Mouth podcast yeah. featuring D. You feel me? Shout out with to the D. Hell if I motherfucking. Hell if I know podcast. <laughs> D, do you know? I never know. Kel, do you know? I never know. Shit, I don't know shit. Man, shit, if y'all know, please let us know. In the comment section down below. Like, comment, and subscribe to the Watch Em Out podcast. Yes. Alliance Bear Production. And we will see y'all on the next podcast. Gang! And the same goes here. The Hell If I Know podcast is coming to a close. Y'all, this is our longest episode. But, <laughs> bop, bop, bop. like I always say, there is room for everyone. And all are welcome. It's been a blessing. Love y'all. I had a shrimp man to that.